When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. No, before 11 o'clock on a live imaging Thursday. We do Thursday today because Tuesday was the 4th of July holiday. Great friends. Travis and Sliwa. Yeah, a little Bob Marley for you. Start drinking the coffee yet or no? No, not yet. Oh, I had coffee this morning at the hotel. I'm before trying to space it out. after your workout. Poor little before Which hotel? East Central, of course, across the street. Our friends at East Central. Cappy and I stay there often during the week uh, so we don't have to make that long commute back when we have a quick turnaround, as we say in the biz. Both it? of you guys on the fifth floor. Both on the fifth floor. How far from each other? I was 501. Okay. No, he was 501. I hope he's not still in his room. But if you're there at the East Central, <laughs> go knock on 501. See what How he's doing How many slumber there. parties do you guys have? Oh, no, listen, listen. We spent a lot of time together. 501. <laughs> and I was 524. Did you jump on the oh, bed? so you guys were far from fights. I like being on opposite floors. Like if you're traveling with a group, yeah. Right, and there's more than you know. Other people are staying in the hotel. I don't like having them on the same floor. I like having them spread out. A little, a little separation. Yes, That's and then tonight, I like having that uh, the door that basically you <laughs> the joining rooms. Yeah. <laughs> that I hate those. Those freak me out because what if somebody on the other side is up to no good? And up they, to no really good, want... or just a little loud? No, up to no good. A little loud can be kind of interesting. Really, <laughs> depending what on what kind what's of happening. weirdo are you? All sorts of different kinds of weirdo. <laughs> but up to no good, like I don't need that person. Having some sort of vision. Do in the you tell of the, the hotel, hey, it's way too quiet in here. <laughs> if I can get a different room. And then, of course, Cappy and I will be heading down south to decay. So, this is what we do we both okay. stay the night yep. when we have the tight turnaround on the mm-hmm. next day. And then the next day, we drive back to South, South LA. But we're going to be stopping by in the South Bay tonight to see uh, producer Taylor's goodbye show, his final goodbye show in Southern California. By the way, where is it? Uh, it's Waterman's, right? Waterman's. And that's Eight in o'clock. Redondo or Hermosa? It, uh, Hermosa. I Hermosa. I don't know the difference. They're and everybody same. who's about to DM, oh my God, I just I don't spent don't a lot of time in the South Bay. No, they're right next to each other. Are, Are they you going tonight, Al? No go. No yeah. go. The one we went to was the one we we're both able to go to. I can't go tonight. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah. Report back, Morales. I mean, I'll post about it. Okay. Threads. Not on trends, though. I don't know how okay. to do threads. it. Okay, threads. threads. I will tell you. <laughs> threads. That, of threads course, is, is a better name. The, threads is the new Instagram, Twitter type platform that you can easily just install the app, and your handle on Instagram is now your handle on threads, not trends. Automatically? Threads. Yes. Ooh. So you haven't done it yet, obviously. I haven't done it yet, but I like my handle on Instagram. It's and then it just takes all the followers you have from Instagram, and it just merges everything. So you're going to get nonstop notifications. But it's going to be fun. This exactly could be the new what thing. We need. <laughs> Slee, this could More be the new thing. Have you? Have you? I have not. I have. Now, right how many? Now, ha- now you have Alan Sliwa on Instagram. Yes. Do you have Lakers talk on Instagram? No. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Jack? Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you should go get Lakers talk Slee right now. Don't say that. Oh, that's a good idea. Everybody knows now. Well, you never had it. You were never going to get it because I already got no, I it. I think at one point. <laughs> Did I'll you sell already it to, grab it? You it on it. It was Lakers talk ESPN. I used to have. Lakers talk Slee. Yeah. Back in the day. Okay, I got a question. Are, are you not bombarded with all these notifications? Don't just just turn them off. 
I don't like to turn off notifications because then I I'll forget. Turn them and then I'll miss a DM popping. Mm. So he has different goals. I do have different goals. <laughs> your your goals and my goals are more similar when it comes to that kind of thing. His are different. Mine are different. That's yes. Eight days. Good you friends. know what the goal of Great All-Star friends. Friday night is at West Covina Sports Plus? Coming Nobody up in eight gets days? injured. No. That somebody gets injured and it's hilarious. Not in a bad way, but like <laughs> like Kaplan being injured last year and then just throwing home run after home run as he was pitching. That was Cap, funny. Why do I feel like Cap is getting a bad rap for his pitching? It's softball. You give up seven, eight runs. Isn't he that normal? He gave up yeah, three home runs in a row. Look at Travis. Travis killed him. All the respect. Oh, Brian, got to put it up. Pop Brian, up, come on. Up. Brian. Does Travis go deep? <laughs> Travis goes deep. That one. The great Brian Cohen sitting in today for Taylor's old spot. We don't have to say sitting in for producer Taylor anymore because Taylor's not here anymore. Just no, Brian not. Cohen was with us today. Of I course, will producer Tyler this. is back there too. The Tyler sh- here. The show that go. you go to tonight. Yes. Taylor was a lot different in the last show. Completely. Completely different. I mean, he was like the center of attention, was on the mic 95% of the time. So it was the third time I had seen him. Mm-hmm. The previous two, he was really good. And and I don't want to make it sound like anything other than he was very good the yeah, first time. Yeah, but he was kind of like a sidekick. Dude, kid. he was letting it rip Yeah, he was on, on Thursday. Like, mm-hmm. he was out there really kind of putting it out like there. It. it was a very different version of Taylor. He was terrific. Here's a little insight to corporate Greg. How he's like he's he's fronting a little bit. He's fluffing his feathers. Yep. So two Thursdays ago, I was here in the office, and I said, "What are you eating?" It looked like some nice Mediterranean dish, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, on Thursdays we get panini grill," and I said, "Who's we?" Like I didn't know about this. Yep. And I'm on these emails. He goes, "No, no, you know, Stephanie and I, we got a thing. We on Thursdays we get panini grill." I go, oh, "Okay, cool." So of course I made it a bit. I have now been included in the panini grill. So the great Stephanie Alexander, our office manager, executive assistant, unsung hero of the year at the Mandy's. Yep. Sends a very cute text to both of us with like a post-it that says, on Thursdays, we have Panini Grill. He just writes, I'll take my usual. Oh, it's a flex. Another flex on this Panini Grill thing. That's a flex for sure. He loves to be recognized. He loves to be known. Like, you know, I mean, the same thing with Illy. He loves when you know him. Say, yes. The only thing you could say worse than that would be, Stephanie's laughing over there. The only thing you could say worse than that is you already know what I want. Oh, here comes Corporate Greg. The only thing you you say is you already know what I want. You already know what I want. (laughs) Right. And like is that not a flex? Some type of dismissive. Like if I was was at your home. Turn his mic off. Don't let him talk. No, no, no. If if I was at your home for dinner, right, and the great lady Slee says, oh, guys, we're getting so-and-so, even though that's your significant other, if you just say, oh, my usual, hon. That just is weird. First of all, there was no hun that gets involved there. I don't Why use the word hun. Why would you text well, hun in a group text? That's what we no, wanted. No, he, he did. He just said, I'll take my usual. Well, yeah. here's two things about that. First of all, Stefan knows because we it's on Thursdays we have Panini Grill. On Thursdays we have Panini Grill. <laughs> second flex in 30 seconds. And then on Wednesdays you were pink. And second, I don't actually know what it's called. <laughs> That's it's the just... best possible explanation, by the way. I, I, you can't and the most likely. I no and the most likely. So we got something. Awesome. And we got something a couple times, and I was like, "That's really good." And she knew what it was. So okay. I was like, "Hey, question you know? for you." Yeah. So far, nine thirty in the morning, you're taking down a big cookie. Oh my god, it was yeah, so what good. Was a, you tried to motivate me this morning with that text. Well, no, let's start now. <laughs> he lost all his calories on that one. How many calories do you think was in that cookie? It, it was. It was eight hundred, bro. It was know. a big calorie. It was, it was, it was a, big a big cookie. cookie. Was it chocolate chip? Thin, chocolate. Of course, it was chocolate chip. Wow. And it was soft, Travis. It was not hard. And it how wasn't, big was it? It was about big, bro. It was about yeah, that. I'm skeptical. No, I'm, 
Do you like Snickerdoodle? Delicious. I like Snickerdoodle. They could barely put it in. You know the packaging that they have. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It was sticking. No, it was the it was the width of it. The width was so much. You almost have to like rip cake. But look, it was not. It was not. It was not too. It was not too hard, which you were talking about. And also was it was the right softness as well. Hard to get that big cookie soft. No, no, it was. And that big cookie was soft, sir. Brian, we're going to have to cut that. I know you're new to the, that world. We'll cut that part up. Right? Basically cut everything. Yeah. Let's just do that. But yeah, it was delicious. The, the, just but that, the, starting now, Chris, we the start text. now. But is the Panini Grill, no. is that like a 1215 adventure, 1230? Like, no, we got to order it now. So I need a menu. It's on the it's on the text. Thread. I don't like a digital menu. It's too close. There should you're, be a printed out you're menu. An analog for me. Okay, wait. Okay, okay, okay. You go to this a restaurant. You this go to a restaurant. This starts the whole copy oh, issue you, we're dealing with. You wait. go to a restaurant. Are you are you doing your phone or are you I, asking I for make a menu? A I'm asking for a menu. I hate the QR code. I'm asking make a, for a menu. Yeah, I make a big stink. Hold on. Can we talk about flexes real fast? Oh. You're talking about my flexes. He's talking about I can't look at it on my phone. I need a printed out copy. No, but that's that is that's not a flex. Office building. Yeah, but that's not a flex. Three guys because we're all. It's not a flex. That is more just so I can freaking read the menu. You're Plus, saying print me out a I menu. I want to see zoom, it all. Zoom out. I want to see it all. It's like, see the apps? On, the, on your phone, you're like, okay, that looks good. I'll just take it. I don't want to keep scrolling through it. I want to see it all in one big shot. We're not at a restaurant. We're in an office building. But there's no reason you're you can't a have studio. a menu. But like, I mean, they just, if, there, if you guys have, if you have a standing, I'll take my regular menu. order, they should stick a few menus in the bag. See, if anything, he's going to say, print me a menu, hun. For the table. <laughs> For the table. Great friends. The table. Do you How like the great days? friends? Bit? I do like the great friends. Bit. How great many friends. days a week do you have Mastros for lunch? Three. <laughs> I don't think he Mastros is not open. Mastros isn't open for lunch. <laughs> right. No, the waiter Which from Mastros is walking <laughs> over. <laughs> he goes into Mastros and says, "I'll take it's, my it's usual." It's actually goes all the me. way to his office. <laughs> takes it out. Mr. Belvedere walks over. <laughs> Look, if you want to bring back the King Berg bit, where we have, because of my Illy, Lordberg, Lordberg, I apologize. Then yes, I'm I'm totally fine with it. Did that. you guys know that um, Emily? Yeah, not that big of a fan of Taylor Swift anymore. What happened? Oh my lie. That's gosh. a lie. That's a lie. Really? I'm just she saying. She did dump on her. Said she's a lousy vocalist. And they said, said wow, not her strength. This is a whole new vocalist. The best example. The best example we could give is look. Did you hear? It's not her strength. The best Wait a example you're we saying could give. She's not a good vocalist. <laughs> okay, I'm saying. I mean, isn't that the, isn't that like the biggest thing of being a Can singer? I please being explain? a vocalist. Can I please explain? I'm a painter. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. have trouble I like to use pencil when I paint. We were saying that the sphere is uh, made to be the best sounding thing in the entire the world. Place in like Vegas. The, oh, yeah, the that acoustics thing was are supposed crazy. to be yeah. amazing. And so I'm saying they asked me, oh, shouldn't Taylor Swift perform? Then I was like, I think that she is better served in sort of a stadium, a big performance layout, because she's a great she's amazing at songwriting, amazing at performing. And I would say her her vocals are like an eight out of ten. She so can get buckets. She doesn't play defense. <laughs> she plays no D. All so I heard is on, that she's not a good vocalist. That's right. all I'm hearing. So you're saying, Emily, that she's great at everything, but you just wish somebody else sang her songs. <laughs> so you're saying she should be a producer, singer. Hey. She should be a producing it's writer. So when you're a backup big, vocalist, when you're in a big stadium and the sound could be slightly manipulated, and there's all these flashing things to take your attention, but if you that's when she's good. Otherwise, so if she was performing. In a bar with 40 people, <laughs> as many, one of my greatest moments mm -hmm. was George, uh, George Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, who mm -hmm. I've seen many times in the stadium. Mm -hmm. I saw him in a special Netflix event, thanks to right. a friend of mine, in front of 50 people. He's a great vocalist. And wow. guess who introduced no him? Martin Scorsese. 
And it was wow. and it was incredible. Where did awesome. you see this? This was a Netflix was event at, uh, to promote IHOP. his here in Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> a few years ago in Whittier. But my point is, <laughs> oh, Whittier, where the girls are prettier. <laughs> The, my point is, Springsteen could Verse pull it off. So that's what I said. I did say that Springsteen could do this Do you think that Swift year. could pull that off? She could do an intimate show. I'm just saying. Would you again, want to see that intimate show? Yes, of show? course I would. Only happened to walk out. Guys, I'm saying she's an 8 out of 10 Okay, but isn't, isn't it fair? A 11 out of 10 and everything else. Isn't it fair that we, we were not expecting? Or, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> talking about cookies. Okay, what guys. do you want to say about Otani? Sorry. Go, say it right now. You got like a minute. I, I, I feel like Emily... Who's a better singer, Otani or Taylor Swift? <laughs> Otani. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Otani's not sing. nearly the songwriter, <laughs> but he's a far better performer. He's a far better performer than Taylor Swift. Exactly. Does. See, this is why we're great friends. <laughs> hey, guys. Great friends. Tomorrow, you're going to hear a lot from me about Taylor Swift. She's dropping a new album tonight. Oh, is she really? Uh, Another so new album? She just had a new album. She's doing Is her- this real? Speak Now, Taylor's version. So she's re-recording her old oh. album, adding eight songs at the end. Hey, it's Are they all about her recent breakup? It's from 10 years ago. It's an old what about, it's You an said old album. I saw where she's album. getting back together with that Matt kid. She, he's, she's not, so. Oh. Wrong. <laughs> I saw That's like the Lakers <laughs> saying, hey, come to. It has to be true. That's like the Lakers mm. saying, hey, come to crypto. We're going to air three seasons ago. We're going to air the games from three seasons ago. <laughs> and then, but then add on footage you haven't seen. So it's like it's like watching uh, The Last Dance. You've seen a lot of this stuff. Mm. There's a lot of things you haven't seen. So she's adding, I think, eight new songs at the end. It's uh, speaking now, Taylor's version. And, uh, you know, she's just, she's re-recording because she doesn't own the Masters. She's like her Masters the mob. got stolen. She just keeps juicing her fans. She's like the <laughs> That's mob. That's true. I That's mean, true. Honestly. She, she does juice her fans, hey, and I they are rabid. Album. Right. <laughs> There's eight new songs. You know you want it. Exactly. You know all you all the other ones it. are still old, but that's fine. It's yeah, damn. and her voice is matured. <laughs> oh, does that mean worse? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah, it does Not a great vocalist. Yeah, no. It just, she never has business. been. I don't know if you know this about her. I'm sorry, Taylor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. So in case she's listening. <laughs> Your Spotify numbers are going to go way down now, Emily. Yeah, I know. I got to go find a panini grill menu. You do have to go a hard copy. <laughs> Print it out, honey. Nothing online. All right, Gabe Vincent, uh, newest Laker, scheduled to join us here. Uh, just a couple of minutes. Gaucho legend Gabe Vincent. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Quarter after 11 a.m. on a live imaging Thursday with Travis at Sliwa. Of course, we are your official Lakers station. The new Lakers are going to be joining us today throughout the show, so stay tuned for that in just a few minutes. Join the ESPNLA promo team at Jada Homecoming this Saturday at Ancillary Studios in Costa Mesa from 4 to 7 p.m. This event is a celebration of car culture 
and car enthusiasts, industry experts, and the general public will be able to check out the latest automotive trends. Plus, if you're one of the 10 lucky ESPN LA uh, listeners there, we're going to have a giveaway this Saturday. Jada Toys will debut their first wave of Pink Slips diecast, mm. and you could win one of those. And hopefully all that made sense to you because I don't know even what I'm saying. <laughs> but if you're one of these uh, Jada Pink Slips fans, I'm sure you're going to know. Got a chance to win. You got a chance to win. <laughs> at Ancillary Studios in Costa Mesa, Saturday, 4 to 7 p.m., thanks to our friends at Jada Homecoming. Meanwhile, uh, I have not found the menu yet for Panini Grill. I'm going to go effort that while you guys get ready to talk to a new Laker. Who's coming up first? Uh, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Yeah. Beautiful. What Gaucho are you going to ask him, Slee? You're going to well, say, hey, I'm Alan Slee, host of Laker Stock. Well, but this isn't my interview. The oh, guy went not? to Santa Barbara. UCSB. So I might get a question in. Travis is going to the whole time. Hey, I just you, need one. That, that burrito one. shop. You get a chance to go there. Hey, that, that weekend where, like, I feel like there's going to be a connection there between the two. We'll, 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 we'll there's a few things. You that were we can rocking try. that guy regular season. Two years in a row. Where nobody was really talking about. There's so. one gaucho in the NBA. So we're going to, we're going to seize one, on the opportunity to talk to it a little easier. The, the gaucho is now on the Lakers. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. Great friends. Great friends. <laughs> Great friends. Yeah. No, I so okay, I'll ask you this. I have a couple of different ways that I can go with um with with him here with Gabe Vincent okay. that I could ask him about Gaucho athletics or I could ask him about life in Isla Vista as a UCSB student. Life. Life? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because he's That'd climbing be the ranks of greatest gaucho athlete. Right, so Brian we're, we're, Shaw, Travis Shaw's Rogers. Up there. No, I'm I'm much further down the list. <laughs> Brian Shaw's on the list. Michael Young, who got 2,500 hits in the big leagues, he's on the list. So there's a handful of guys that okay. have been there. Barry Zito won the Cy Young Award. There's a there's a handful so of you guys. You got some people. Yeah, we, not not it's not USC or UCLA. It's not like that. It's okay, but um, we got a couple. But he's climbing the climbing the ranks. Yeah, and he's you know of all the all of a sudden he's a Los Angeles Laker. He's got a cool story too. Undrafted. Um, played in the G League for a couple of years. It, it's a it's a unique story, and here he is now. Think about his last three months. The guy makes a run in the playoffs. His numbers just shoot up in the playoffs, much better than it was in the regular season. And then he gets compensated for it. the 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 Heat and the Lakers are bidding against each other to keep him. I think the Heat were offering two years, twenty four. Lakers were offering three years, thirty three, and. I, I don't know for you, but there's a lot of players that are in sports. They're just not big, big names, or they don't come out of college and everybody's got an eye on them. These types of stories are really cool. It actually kind of falls into the Caruso story. It falls into the – I was just going to um, say, it's Austin, Austin Reeves. Reeves. He just, he just yeah. started in a different place, but it's basically the same journey. It's, you know, you go in, you start playing in leagues that are not the NBA. you got to fight your way to the NBA. Then you got to fight your way onto the floor in the NBA. Then you got to fight your way to stay on there, and then you get paid. And you, and you play at a level that he did in his time with the Heat. And by the way, you can survive there. You can survive probably anywhere. Right I point. think that's probably a big part of why he was as highly sought after as he was because you know he's tough. You know he's going to do the things that need to get done to be a winning team. So very excited to talk about him. While we wait for him to, yep. to arrive, let's talk a little bit about why you think Otani is going to get traded. The Angels have been very steadfast. And as long as we're in it, we're not going to move him. They're still in it. I mean, they're four games. Maybe it's four and a half out of a wild card spot right now. They just got swept by your pods. Yep. They're off today. They got two with the Dodgers before going into the All-Star break. Trout's gone for a month. Rendon's hurt again. Um, Drury's down. Urshla's down. That depth of roster that they put together has been absolutely wiped out. 
and Otani's just sitting there waiting for the buzzer to go off. We're in the first week of July, which means by the time we get closer to August 1st, which is the trade deadline, I don't think, if I said, hey, Trav, 100 bucks, you're going to make your payment one way or the other. They're four back right now of a wild card. Are they going that direction where it's six or seven, or are they going the other direction where it's two or three? Six or seven. Okay. Trout, you just talked about the injuries that you just talked about. Um, even Otani with his situation, his issue, even though he played yesterday, but pitching sure. is where it's the issue, and that's 50% of Otani. It's two starts in a row where he has had a physical problem on the mound. Gave up two, he gave up back-to-back home runs in the first time ever in his career. So um, the reason why I think that he will get traded, I think there's some clarity coming. If there's one thing that can happen to the Angels that might play an advantage is if they were one game out, they're not going to make a trade. And if you got past August dead or the August 1st deadline and all of a sudden now by September 1st you're four or five back, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Something's happening now that if there's we could sit here and talk about the Angels, we talk about what the hell are they doing, how they run this franchise, all that stuff. But the clarity that maybe you already thought was going to eventually happen, I would lean more towards well, they're playing good baseball. Let's see if they can make it work. Their roster is better than it was a year ago or at least last season. If you're six, seven games back in the next couple of weeks and you have guys that are your key components that are not in the lineup, doesn't isn't the writing already on the wall that even the one thing that you were just saying we're going to take the risk on is just get a playoff run? They're not going to make the playoffs. Okay. You, you, sure. You, everything you say is logical and reasonable and – coming from a place that makes perfect sense to do what you're describing. Was it logical to give Albert Pujols $10 million or 10 seasons at $25 million a year when he was already starting his decline? No. Where'd he go? Was it logical to give Albert Pujols, or excuse me, Josh Hamilton, $25 million a year for five years when everyone in baseball is saying what in the world is doing? No. Where'd he go? He went to the Angels. So they, they have this long history of doing things that make no sense. Anthony Rendon's a really good player. They give him all this money. Does it work out? No. Where's What team is he on? He's on the Angels. These are all decisions that were made by the same person. These are all mm-hmm. now different regimes, but the, the guy at the very top, Artie Moreno, has been in charge of all of this stuff. And if he doesn't want to move him, and it doesn't sound like he does, they're not going to move him. But he doesn't, and, he doesn't want to move him for a reason. The specific reason is... I'm going to go make a playoff run. Well, there's that, and there's also the I don't want to be the guy that traded Shohei Otani. But that, that's, that, that one Al, doesn't make any sense Of to course me. it doesn't. Okay, but Of course look, it doesn't, can, but none of these other things have either, and he's done all of those too. None of those have? Let me throw it the other way. He never let Trout get into the free market and also kept him. That's a good move for it, – it, for, It's the one thing that they've done yep. that is just rock solid. They l- allowed Otani to pitch and to hit. Maybe other teams weren't as open to it. Maybe some of them weren't. For that. We'll give yes. him a little bit of credit for a that. A little bit. And I'm not trying to sit here and make a case that Artie Moreno is the Guggenheim group, right? Like, that's not my point. My point is that it's become so clear that the Angels... What percentage do you think it is going to be for the Angels to make the playoffs? 15%? Yeah, that sounds about right. About 15%. Actually, that might be... I was going to say 10, but okay, 15, sure. When you can make a case that... If, he, if Artie Moreno is selling himself on the concept of, I might just get one playoff series with this guy. Let's just play it out. Uh-huh. It's worth the risk. I already lost 
X amount of dollars, I might as well just play the rest of my hand. If anybody else were in charge of that team, I'd be with you 100%. They make bad decisions all the time. They make impulsive decisions. They make, they make decisions that are against their own best interest when everyone else, much like you just laid out, yeah. when Albert Pujols, that deal got announced, everybody in baseball went, what the hell are they doing? When Josh Hamilton got announced, what the hell are they doing? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so it, it's not that you're right. It makes all the sense in the world that they should do it, but ego gets involved and hubris gets involved, and these decisions are made by one person. And if he doesn't want to trade him because he thinks it'll make him look bad, I don't think he could look much worse in the eyes. Yeah, of that's Angel the problem fans. that. But I in have. his mind, it doesn't it doesn't work like that, and that's mm -hmm. the only mind that matters, right? His opinion of him is the only thing that matters. Because it's funny that you said what you said. One of the, the bullet points on my rundown today was, mm -hmm. I want somebody to make the case to keep him. Right? Somebody explain to me, here's why you keep him. You keep him because it's your only shot to re-sign him. You keep him because you you can keep your head above water. All these things. And I'm thinking, that's not a good enough reason. Those, th those aren't going to happen. The reason they end up keeping him is because Artie wants to keep him. That's how he stays. But I disagree. If you gave Perry Manazian the opportunity to do what is in the best interest of yep. the organization, he'd be on another team already. Mm -hmm. He would have been on a team last year because that's when you move him if you're trying to maximize his value. You're going to get a pretty nice return. You're going to get probably better than a pretty nice return. But not return. an equitable return. There is no equitable return. Even if you got Bobby Miller and James Outman and Will Smith and Can I ask your argument? It's not equitable. Can I ask your argument on the he doesn't want to trade him because he doesn't want to be the guy that traded him? Mm -hmm. Nobody it, it just this is the issue that I have here. Nobody would look at Artie Moreno as the guy that didn't trade him or the guy that traded him. The only way people are gonna look at Artie Moreno is he's the guy that didn't trade him. That's how they're going to look at him in not this in scenario. But but not in his mind. His, okay, but, his mind will be, I offered him everything. We offered him a, the, the highest dollar deal. We did everything we could to keep him. He chose to leave. That's how he's going to look at it. We, we didn't want to trade him because we wanted to keep him. We didn't want him to go somewhere. Do you think the, he cares about what people think? I think he cares about how he thinks people think about him, not how it actually happens. You know, what, does that make sense? Like, I, I don't, the actual general perception of him, I think, gets in a little bit, but he thinks that he can rewrite some of this stuff because there's no reason he's still here. He should have been gone already. And the only reason I believe that he's still here is because, no, I don't want him to leave. One of the few interviews he did early in the season, we're going to do everything we can, and, and they have. This year, give Otani some credit for this. This year, the Angels operated very differently than they have previously. This year, they developed depth of their roster. It became much more talent-rich. You said, don't right. get Trey Turner. Go don't, get three guys or whatever. Don't get one yep. guy that everybody knows. Get four guys that some people know, but to make your team a lot better. Focus on pitch. They're, they're a better team than they've been in a while. They just got hit with some terrible luck, and they're probably a little short on talent. They've tried, and I think they tried because of Otani, not because a light bulb has gone off over somebody's head. It's the same light bulb. And it's the same head. And it's going to be the same sort of decisions, which ultimately are the bad decisions. So a month from now, Otani is with the Angels, and so. they're probably just far enough to where you're not even looking at them in the wild card. They're, they're probably exactly that. They're probably six games out of the wild card. But yep. there's 
five teams in front of them mm-hmm. or you're four games out of the wild card but there's six teams in front of them they're they're not going to crater they're not bad enough to crater i don't think well they could be injured enough to crater they might but i look there are some really interesting their, their record with and without mike trout believe it or not not crazy is shockingly similar they're better with him obviously but again they've had mike trout for 10 years they haven't done jack squat yep so not having mike okay you still got otani they're in a weird spot it, whatever they do, it's going to feel like the wrong thing. If ima- Imagine the press conference, right? Today we announced that we made traded Otani to the San Francisco Giants for 10 minor leaguers you've never heard of. Okay, that's a pretty lousy press conference to have to hold. The free agency announcement in December, Shohei Otani signed a $700 million deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers today. That's a pretty crappy day. There's no win here other than you keep him, you win, he decides to stay. What are the chances that that happens? Super, super low. Hmm. He's in a tough spot of his own creation. Moreno, that is. Not Otani. No, Otani, it's, it's all Moreno. Otani's in a pretty good spot. Yeah. 800, imagine if you know, yeah, I might get 700 million. Yeah, it might be 650. You might take a haircut. Just, you know, we'll stick around. Yeah, what was Michael saying last week? 80 a year? Not, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen it, either. It's going to be yeah. the highest thing we've ever seen in baseball, that's for sure. Gabe Vincent is on the clock. We're trying to track him down, have a conversation with one of the newest Lakers. Plus, we got a little factor cap coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. Hi, uh, I am. Yeah, I, I actually have a story left, too, that I want to tell about. I think I have Travis's post-retirement life all planned out. I think I found the perfect place for him to settle, and it's in uh, Colorado. So we'll do that sometime today, uh, but it's on the list. So one of the things that I did uh, while I was in Denver is I went to this place called the Beer Spa. Okay, so uh, it was a late birthday present for my friend Sarah, and at the Beer Spa, they have you, you know, you go in, and you take off your shoes, get little sandals, and then you can go uh, fill up your own tap with um, beer, and they'll have all different types of things, all different types of beers, and then you can go into your little room, but you can rent out different sizes. Is. And then there's a sauna, a cold plunge, and a hot tub. And the hot tub has essentially this like thing, like a steep for like um, like a bag for like a tea, and it makes the water like hoppy, but not like it's not like beer, but you know it's all things are like beer related, and it's fun and relaxing, and I had a good time. So you would go to the beer spa, Travis Fettercap. Fact, I, I I like to have a beer occasionally, maybe more than occasionally, maybe more than one. I'm not a huge spa guy. I'm a little self conscious for that, and I'm super wary of shared bodies of water they also I, I don't encourage like all natural so yeah, no 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 hard 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 pass i'd like to hard change yes my answer. hard yes cap, here. cap 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 for me fact i'm i'm down for all this i'm not a huge beer guy i prefer like tequila but if they're serving bud heavy for me and it's oh, an yeah. american holiday and i could be free oh yeah, double free sweet can you imagine you and i just taking down the beer spa and i go sweet I'm, not, I'm going no trunks, homeboy. What do you do in that moment? Do you go trunks or no trunks? You share trunks? a very small hot tub? Yeah. Um, when you're at the gym and you go to, you're walking around, you're going to go sauna this, you putting a towel around? I'm free, or no? my friend. That towel, I'm holding you're, towel. I think you've already said you're free as well. You're wearing more uh, In the sauna, sure, you wear your, but you wear your towel into the no. sauna. I'm not going from the locker to the sauna without a towel. He's going from the parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I have to take a shower at the gym. I come out of, I wipe down, but then I hold the towel as I walk to the locker room. Yeah, just let it go do. free, my friend. Brian? My favorite is when they put the towel over, over the shoulder. The yeah. shoulder yeah. And then like just, I could if I wanted to, yeah. but I'm not. But I'm not. <laughs> I'll say fact here. Good job, so, Brian. Yeah, the great yeah. Brian Cohen. You getting in good. the tub with Morales? Uh, 
Why not? Couple yeah. ultras, <laughs> couple yeah. ultras, a spa, and Kristen. No, no different than the ladies right? when they do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. I have a hard time relaxing in those environments. It's not for me. Doesn't really surprise me. So um, just breathe, dog. This was a TikTok uh, scenario that was floated out. So it was floated out that you know there are two professions that no matter how good people are at this, it's a little embarrassing. Both a DJ and an improv comedian. <laughs> so you have a female friend that you care about. You want the best things in life for her. But she's choosing between dating a DJ and dating an improv comedian. You would want them to date an improv comedian. All right, Morales, <laughs> factor cap. Uh, fact, I guess, because I don't think it'll work out and I'll be the, the, the nice friend. <laughs> the shoulder to cry on. No. <laughs> So I, I go fact. I, I rather her date the comedian. I'm assuming maybe lifestyle wise, you got somebody that's going to be cracking jokes. You're going to, you know, probably a little bit better. DJ's out till two a.m. and uh, doing whatever he's doing. So I'm, I'm gonna go the comedian. Trev, you guys ever spent time with a comedian when he's not on stage or she's not on stage? Well, I consider myself a comedian. Okay. So yeah. But have you ever, like, somebody that makes their living on stage telling jokes? Have you ever socialized with anybody yeah. in that category? They're a hard hang. Mm. They're a really, really like hard hang. Not a hang. good hang? Not a, it's not a bad hang or a good hang. It's it's a lot. They're they're doing their act on you a lot. They're, they're Why are you looking at me? Workshopping material. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. Well, they're workshopping their material a lot. And Why are you looking at him so much? Very, very <laughs> tiresome. The DJ thing, I don't think they're going to be coming home spinning records in the house. <laughs> I think you could at least kind of get away from that. Comedians are always on. It's a tough hang. Brian? I'll give you a fact on that. I think uh, the friend, the comedian, might get annoyed by me asking for some jokes. Entertain <laughs> me. Like, come on, tell a joke. Tell I a like joke, that. funny guy. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> for the table. Why do you think you're here? Come on. <laughs> for <Kaboom>. the table. <laughs> All right, so uh, my, one of my friend uh, Sarah's friends in Denver that we went and visited, we had some like wine, like a little like. Gross. Were they? Would you consider you guys great friends? <laughs> great friends, okay. great friends. All right, nice so callback. she lives in a studio apartment in Denver. It's a nice studio apartment, but it's still a studio apartment. She has two cats and a bunny. All sure. right. Yep. So two cats makes you a cat lady. Al, factor cap. It's fact in her. I think a cat makes you a cat person. But the fact that she's living in, what is it, 500, 600 square feet, whatever yeah, it is. That's a and big studio, got, isn't it? And you got two cats there. Um, and a bunny. And a bunny. You're definitely a cat person. I, I think- I I'm think saying anybody, cat lady. You know you know the term? It's yes. a cat lady, not just a cat person. Cat lady. Yes, that's a cat. That, I define that as a cat lady. Trev? The only time you can have more than one cat and not be a cat lady- Is if you have 600 acres? Is if you live in a giant place, you got a family, and you got animals everywhere. Yep. Right, then you just got animals. But if you live in a small apartment, a studio, with two cats and a rabbit, you're a cat lady. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Morales? Well, you know, again, our office manager, she's getting a lot of run today because of the Panini Grill bit, but she's yeah. Stephanie Alexander. She also owns a bunny. And I asked countless questions about the bunny life because mm. I'm fascinated by it. Like that that's your pet and the pet's trained. Is it out of a cage? It's out of the, the cage all day long, apparently. It's just walking around and it's trained and it's got a- It fetches. It's got like a, uh, what do they call it for the cats? It's got like- a leash? Bunny a litter. Bunny litter. A box? Oh, a bunny okay. box? Yeah, so it's like trained to go to the bathroom. Does Good Karma have a pet day where we all just bring our pets? Ugh, she brings the bunny. Don't. A couple cats come in here. I could bring Rook. Do we have one of those lined up? Yeah, but I think some of our, our, our fun and games department, they might have like, you know, pets that if you bring them in, they might attack other pets. Yeah, you can't have the bunny day with a snake day. 
You can't. It's have, a snake draft. They, they can't both be in the same room at the same time. Somebody's going home game. unhappy. Did you bring your pay? I have a python, <laughs> seven footer. Right. Speaking of comedians, we will be drafting uh, our favorite comedians uh, later today too. So, uh, Brian. No, I still got to get to Otani. So nice. <laughs> We're going to skip that. That's fact. I feel like one cat, anything without a dog, makes you a cat lady. If you don't have a dog, you're a cat person. You got a cat. And really? I was a bunny. My old roommate actually had a bunny. I had a dog. Was it a train bunny? It was a train bunny. Run around the house, and the dog would chase it. They were best friends. <laughs> I can show you a picture later. Really? Yeah, I swear. Aww. What is this bunny pet thing? It's very wholesome. I don't know, man. All right. Hard pass. So when I was in Denver, I went to um, go buy some wine because we were going to watch some movies and stuff like that. And we were looking, and I found a so wine. So far, your trip to Denver is cookies, wine, beer spa. Sounds like a good trip to me. Museum. Yeah. Oh, job. I had some glizzies. I had a hot dog yeah. at, the, at the Rockies. And a baseball game. game. Yeah, yeah. a baseball game. Again, Sounds guys, like a perfect weekend. Your, your, your stuff revolves around food, yes. activities, and just enjoying, relaxing. All right, so um, so we went to the liquor store. We found this. We were looking at the wines, and one of the wines said the Emily. And so I was oh. like, of course I have to buy this one. Yep. And obviously it was a rosé. That's what we were looking for. So if something has your name on it, you feel compelled to buy it. And I gave two examples. So Travis Matthews, Travis. Mm-hmm. And also my hometown has a law firm called Allen, 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 and Allen. So <laughs> Allen's got to work there. One of the best attorneys you ever thought about I've going to law had. school, they'll hire you for sure. All right. So if something <laughs> has your name on it, you feel compelled to buy it. Brian, Fetter Cap. Uh, Cap. I don't think I've ever seen anything named Brian's. <laughs> I, I, there's a tap. Uh, there's a restaurant in my hometown called O'Brien's. So does that count? Uh, that's a little different. Yeah, right. that's, that's an Irish thing. Right, Brian's Jeff? not Irish. Yeah. So my name's not super common. So whenever I see something with my name on it, I notice it, but I don't think I've ever bought anything. Like even those little license plates at Disneyland or whatever. I've never, never taken the plunge. No, I, I can skip it. Cows. I can't think of anything with my name on it. There was that old Roots not well, there's Roots Chris, but there was a Chris and Pitts barbecue in Whittier. I think it's gone now, and I remember driving by that as a kid, and it always made me think of myself. But there's nothing else, like, with my name. Is there, Slee? No, I don't think so. Thanks. I'm going cap on this, too. Cap, yeah, cap. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything there. Now, if I, like, I don't know, if there's, like, a Big Al something, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll go grab a beer there if it's a brewery, but I, I don't feel like I've run into anything like that. What's playing? Oh. All right, so as promised, we got a chance to talk with one of the newest members of the Lakers. You know how excited I am to do this one, Slee, because he's a gaucho much like myself. We're talking about Gabe Vincent, of course, who's joining us right now. Gabe, thanks for coming on the program. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Thank you guys for having me. Good. So let, let me start right here. I, uh, I am a UCSB guy uh, as well as you are. Your favorite spot to hang out when you were in Isla Vista as a student at Santa Barbara was where? On the kitchen, man, no question. Me and my guys would be there all the time. We still go back. When we get back out there, we still go get us some on the kitchen. How how often do you get back up there? I try to get there every summer. Yeah, I try Gabe, to at least get there for a few days. Gabe, uh, throughout the entire playoffs, that's all I heard is, uh, do you know he's a gaucho? I'm like, yeah, I got it. I got it, man. Um, well, Gabe, you'll I appreciate I was going to say, you'll appreciate this because – you know, if you go to UC Santa Barbara, it's not like USC or UCLA yep. where you just got a million guys in the pros all the time. When we get somebody like yourself or Shane Bieber or Michael Young, we hold on to you guys pretty tight. We're very proud of you. Yeah, it's a small-knit community, and we stick together, man. It's something you got to appreciate. Ole. G- Gabe, I uh, just want to start off. First Olay. off, c- <laughs> congratulations on um, you know these last couple of months. Can you walk me through it? Um, here you are. I think you're – Story is one of the more unique stories in the NBA. Um, you found yourself in a playoff run 
with the Miami Heat under Eric Spolstra on Pat Riley. And then, you know, within a month, you're now a Los Angeles Laker and you're obviously getting paid for uh, all the hard work that you put in. What's these last couple of months been like for you? Uh, they've been intense, man. You know, most of my time was locked in on, on the playoffs and, and chasing that, that ultimate goal of the season that we have. You know, we start every year. So, uh, you know, that was kind of hectic, intense. We you know, we had a great run, fell short, um, you know, but then that season ended and it was on to, to free agency. And, and once that kind of got rolling, things happened quickly for me. And, and before I knew it, I was a part of this storied franchise at the Lakers. Gabe Vincent joining us here on Travis and Sliwa. Gabe, when obviously you know the free agency is coming up, you're you're going through the postseason. You get to the finals. You're competing to win an NBA championship. Did did you at any point think that okay, I'm going to come back to Miami? This is the team that I, I broke in with. This is the team that I've created my career with. Or were you thinking, you know what, I'm going to go see what else is out there, and I'm just going to go find the best deal? Did you think that you were going to go shopping, for instance? Uh, I mean, I knew I would. I'd see what else was out there. Um, I think I would have been foolish not to. Uh, but, you know, I knew the relationship I had with the organization. I knew how they felt about me. Um, and I would not have been shocked if I went back to Miami. You know, they've, they've been great to me. Um, like you mentioned, they gave me that first opportunity, really a crack into the league. And, uh, I'll forever be grateful to them with that. And, um, you know, once we got to free agency, the, the, the best situation and, and opportunity was, was here with the Lakers. And, um, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to this new journey, this new step. Um, and, you know, try to get us a championship here. Gabe Vincent, uh, brand new Los Angeles Laker, taking some time to join us here on the Travis and Sliwa Show. Gabe, I'm, I'm actually hit on something that you just said right there. So um, w- when you take the meeting with the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, I-, I don't know how much, I know you were locked in with the Miami Heat, how much you followed the Lakers and their run, getting to the Western Conference Finals. What mm-hmm. what what makes you think, looking at this roster, how you specifically fit in and, and also trying to get that next step? The Lakers were... Uh, obviously four games away from getting to the NBA Finals and eventually lost to the same team that you guys lost to in the Finals. What do you like about what the Lakers will present that you could fit in on? Yeah, I mean, I think they have a, a, a little bit of everything. You know, they have size, they have athleticism, they have leadership, they got stars. Uh, you know, I think I could, I bring a little bit of toughness on defense. I can bring some playmaking. I can make an open shot. Um, you know, I think I showed in Miami my game's pretty versatile. I can wear a number of hats and and play with a number of guys. So I, I think I can come in and just, you know, try to impact winning um, in a number of ways. And, and every night it might be different, you know, depending on how this the, you know, the season shakes out and, and what roles shake out to be. But, um, you know, I think I can impact the game in a positive way uh, with any group on the court. So I'm just looking forward to the opportunity to do that. Gabe, like you mentioned, you talk about the toughness that you bring, the playmaking and all of the sorts of things that we got to become very familiar with with you in your NBA career. But I kind of want to go back to the beginning. Like you said, you know, you're, you're fighting for a chance to get into the league, and now you're fighting for a chance to get onto the court, and now you're fighting for a chance to get minutes once you're on the team. And now you sign a really lucrative free agent deal with one of the marquee franchises in the entire NBA. Did, did you always know, yeah. hey, look, it's going to happen. Keep doing the work. It's going to happen. How do you, how do you keep the faith? Uh, I just have faith, and you know, I'll put a lot of work in. So to, to, to question myself, to, to doubt myself excessively, I just feel like it would be um, a disgrace to the work I put in and the efforts I put in. So um, I trusted the work, and, you know, it's, it's continued to pay off, and uh, opportunities will present themselves, and it's on me to, to take advantage. Did you ever think it might not? Was there ever a point in your career as a younger player where you're like, man, I don't know if this is going to happen for me? I mean, 100%. I think anyone, you ask anyone that's chasing a hard goal or something that's uh, very difficult to reach. There's going to be ups and downs, and there's going to be pitfalls. And um, it's, it's in those moments you fall back on your routines that you set for yourself, and 
um, you, you find that, that motivation, gets, that fire starts burning again, and, and you get back on your horse and get back to work. You know, they just try to stack as many good days as you can and, and, and as little and as few bad days as possible. Uh, Gabe, um, Travis and I one day were talking about pickup basketball, and Trav took me back to his days when he used to play, and he said that he basically just shot threes and played no defense at all. It's my specialty. Any, uh, <laughs> any tips for Trav here on if he plays pickup again? I mean, maybe try to get a stop or two and uh, maybe make it get an assist. You know, it's hard. Pass the ball a little bit. I'm just saying that I watch moves, guys do what you do, and I'm like, man, I can't do that. I can I can stand behind the line and launch shots. I can do that. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the difference. I mean, why guys come or people come to the games in general. You know, we just do it a little bit different. Obviously, you're a member of the Lakers now, and you're going to do everything you can to try to bring another championship to Los Angeles, but. You, we Absolutely. hear it talked about all the time when you talk about Pat Riley, you talk about Eric Spolster, you talk about heat culture. What is heat culture, and can you bring any of that to L.A.? Uh, I think a lot of what heat culture stands for was already inherently in me. Uh, I think I matched the organization in terms from a character standpoint, and I think that, that helped my transition with them be a little bit easier. So uh, naturally, I think I will bring some of that here to L.A., and, and that because some of that is just who I am. Uh, but, but heat culture is a number of things. Um, a lot of it is just, you know, a commitment to excellence at a, at a very high level, uh, whatever that may look like. And, uh, you know, if we have a chance to be the best at something, you know, we're going to do everything we can to be the best at something. And we're definitely going to carry that over here. Uh, Gabe, final one for me. Just curious if you got a chance to connect with uh, some of your future teammates, or now you can call them current teammates. You got a chance to talk yet with LeBron, Anthony Davis, some of the other players on the team? Uh, not yet, a little bit. Uh, Reeves reached out to me for a little bit. We we chopped it real brief. Uh, I'm sure I'll see some of them in Vegas and uh, talk more as the summer goes on. Gabe Vincent, newest member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Gabe, it's a proud moment for the Gauchos to have you here, and as Laker fans as well, we're incredibly excited to have you here. Thanks for your time. Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. All right. You got it. Go Gauchos. That's good. Sorry to do that, the whole pickup game. It's my game. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed. Well, no, I know, but just like. <laughs> Here we are bringing somebody. It's heat culture. Yeah. It's this kind of, you know, I play both sides of the ball. <laughs> and then there's Trav. Like, I'm good. Just get the stop, and then I'll be in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'll be open because I'm not going to make very many. They're not going to guard me. Right? And I'm going to make my two out of ten. And I'm thinking, okay, now I got it figured out, and I'm going to make one out of the next ten. By, by the way, I will say there is something about a player like that. He got his contract not just because – I can hit a three, not just because if you need me to play point. I think some of the stuff that he was just opening up on, that's my DNA. I love that, right? Like It was already in me. It was <laughs> you don't have to teach me that. Culture was already in me. Yeah, and I and I think there is something to if you look at the way the Lakers played last year, are you gonna get playing time for the Lakers if you're not playing defense? No. You're well not not, not the, the, the last version of the Lakers, no. The the Darvin Ham right. the Darvin Ham post post trade deadline post trade deadlines. Yes. If you're D'Angelo Russell and you're not playing D, you're probably gonna get pulled. You're you're, you're probably gonna there's probably gonna be somebody else that's gonna walk you in be and grab a ton your of minutes. Shots if you don't, Dennis Schroeder was gonna go grab those minutes. I, I've and I've I've kind of heard a lot of the Dennis Schroeder comps. Dennis Schroeder went and got paid as well. I think is with the Raptors. Uh, got a couple year deal, but I'm excited about him specifically. I think Gabe Gabe Vincent will be interesting. I think he was the perfect player for what the money they had to spend the yep. type of players they needed to add this was the right guy 
right? That a guy that is committed on that end of the floor, a guy that can make some shots, a guy that can play make, and a guy that understands I'm here to do a specific thing. Not a guy that fits into your team, not a guy that, hey, he's a great player. Let's find a place for him here. No, no, no. This is a guy that fits really well with us who also happens to be a very good player that's going to fit into our, our our culture, our leadership. Like he said, we got leadership, we got stars, we yeah. got this, that he's going to bring a very specific thing. It's why he's in the league. Mm-hmm. Like they, got, the, These stories are so fun to talk about because I'll, I'll use him as an example just because it just happened a couple of days ago. Victor Wenbanyama is coming into the league, and he's just, you know, he's going to go be a star or he won't, but yep. we know his name. And Scoot. It's a, it, right. Yep. And then there's the guys that don't get drafted. They've got to go play overseas or they go to the G League or the whatever, and they're fighting like hell just to get a 10-day on a team, and they get it, and now i got to fight like hell to stay here, and now i got to fight like hell to get into the rotation, and it's just all of these very small incremental steps, and to – Never lose faith to never think, you know what, man, it's just not meant to be. I got to go join the real world to keep fighting and then have it hit with a big dollar contract with the L.A. Lakers. Get out of here. Okay. Man. It's, just, it's on, ridiculous. On top of that, you know, if Gabe Vincent ended up with the Hornets, probably none of this happens no. for him. No. Right. It's also well, what you, franchise are you 100%. under? Is it the culture? Is it the do they I get the spotlight? Do they recognize what I have? Mm. Do do they value what I do? I play hard. Yeah. I play great defense. I grind. I'm in great shape. Like, do you value what I have as opposed to, hey, man, we just need somebody to get us 18 a night. Okay, well, maybe I can, maybe I can't, but I can do all these other things. The Heat, identify that. The Spurs, identify that. The Warriors, identify that. I think the Lakers identified that by going and getting them and saying, yeah, we we can use all of the things that you do really well, come do them for us. Better chance of you inviting me to a barbecue at your house. (laughs) Okay. Or giving me a tour of Santa Barbara. Like the campus or the city? Um, Just wherever you said, hey, we're going to go here, we're going to go there. More campusy, I would say. What's better chance there? I, I think, think I know the answer. I think it's your house because then you don't have to do anything. I, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to go up there with you. you. It's a drive. long car ride with yep. you both ways. It's yeah. it's a lot going on that way. I, I think that I can have you over to my home for a couple hours yeah. and I can say, okay, well, that's this it. Is, you this got is, your tacos. Get out. This is basically what you and I would do on the drive up. I'd be like, hey, you should listen to this latest Lakers talk. And you'd be like, hey, you should listen to this latest Locked on Rams. And we're both just playing things of ourselves. We'll listen to Smart Listen. Is there a YouTube component? There is a YouTube component. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, on any platform. Locked on Rams. It's a great pod. I'm glad we connected with him. Glad we connected with him. Jackson Hayes, another member of the Lakers, scheduled to join us in about 15 minutes from right now. Plus, we got a little, it's a Thursday. We got a snake draft. Our favorite comedians coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.